Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora. And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, and Macabre movies of Ooh. film history. And it's Halloween! Spooky oh, 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 Halloween! Oh, oh. I'm Cassandra. I'm Matt. I'm James. And as is tradition, uh, the foe of the podcast has emerged from his uh, cave, crypt. Yeah. the crypt, to come and join us. It's Mike Bryant. Hello. <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah, it is a tradition. Did we, do, did we do a Halloween was one last time? Or was we that did, we did. I can't remember. I, but I think it was a Halloween a, one last time. I think last time I was on, it was July. Yeah, uh, but we, it was, I know we, we planned but, to but do a Halloween one. we to have Mike as our resident Halloween foe <laughs> yeah. on the park. We have had this episode possibly planned for the longest we've ever planned any of our episodes. Yes. Which is great. Yes. Um, you know, it's been highly anticipated. Look, and if you're uh, a quick queen, you are going to be listening to this on Halloween. Yeah. Mm. Um, but hopefully not. And hopefully you're like trick-or-treating or something or on a party, at a party. However you want to spend the day. Yeah. Exactly. If you want to spend yeah. a day of Halloween, it's, a long, it's like a full 24 hours of Halloween. You can mm. spend That's true. One, and one frankly, of it, we're honoured that you would spend time with us talking some, some fun, spooky Look, shit. Sometimes you are quite scary. Yeah. yeah. With, with our takes and our <laughs> shares and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how's everyone... How's going good great yeah, yeah look great it's been a beautiful day summer is coming mm. i finished crocheting a jersey and then immediately yeah. i was like i'll put it on and i was like it's too hot oh, it's summer now <laughs> this jersey took me uh so long to make that the season <laughs> in which it was appropriate to make a jersey has finished well, now when it comes go back, back around, into the drawer you know, for a few more months comes. well now you can make another one and then it'll have, be ready right Yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Winter, winter, no, summer crocheted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll make some, like, one of those cool knitting festival tops or something. Oh, yeah, and I'll be like, can... great, finish it just by the time it's about June. You can knit, <laughs> knit a bikini. Yeah. yeah, it was like crocheted bikini. It doesn't quite work. Who was it somebody that, will have made that. Who yeah. was it that like crocheted a COVID mask? And it was really... <laughs> I, I feel like it was oh, Reese Witherspoon or someone like, like that. Oh, oh, honey, you tried. <laughs> <laughs> non-porous. Yes, non-porous. This is the most, yeah. this there really is was that, just holes. that period where we were just all making COVID masks, being like, oh, it's this fun. This will be fine. And this is like, fun. You're like, this is not a time to crafts, guys. Um, yeah, so what, what should we should we just jump straight into a pop corner, I guess? Yeah. Unless we've got any other business. Let's jump in! Pop, 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 pop corner. Uh, so I'm going to start <laughs> off because I, I really do not think I have anything to offer um, the, the pop cultural world. That's all right. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say that I spent the weekend had a great time doing an um, audio drama 48 hours contest, which was really fun. Um, so that's me and a uh, previous guest of the podcast, Patrick Barnes, uh, you know, Cat's 2019 fame. Um, and, mm. uh, you need to get yeah. him back on. Yeah, mm. she come back on again sometime. Yeah. To do um, Cats again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Cats another time. Cats yeah. the Redux. Um, but yes, so we uh, made a cool uh, little audio drama. James is featured in it as mm. a performer, as along mm. with uh, previous guest Ellie Stewart, uh, listener to the pod. 
Um, and yeah, that will probably be up on your Apocalypse Songs feed, which if you are a fan of our podcast, you definitely have heard of because we put it into this week. <laughs> yeah, um, we did. It's a couple of weeks at some point. It's a little what? special, yeah. special thing. When what? it drops, we'll link it. When yeah. it drops, we'll What link is it. this competition for people who want to know? So this is called Phonic Fiction Fest. Um, That's and fun it's, to say. Uh, yeah, it's mm. a little fun. Like, it's the first year they've ever run it. It's an audio drama contest where you've got 48 hours to uh, make a, a spooky audio drama that's between 7 and 21 minutes. Uh, it's kind of, yeah, vaguely Halloween themed, I guess. Um, and you get a, a genre, a sound effect, and a line um, that you have to include in your drama so that you, mm. you know, can't just do it all in advance. Um, so, yes, we, we had horror fantasy that we wanted to, um, to use as our genre. Yeah, we had a great time. Uh, it was just really nice to write things for your friends. Mm. Um, and it's great to Silly. to write things, record them, and then let someone who's really good at sound design turn it into something <laughs> yeah. that sounds really cool. And then they just give it back to you later that night. And you're like, this sounds great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, what, that's my most recent thing, I guess. And it will grace your ears soon once the mm. competition aspect of the competition is over. Whether you win or not. Whether we win or not. <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll at some point be released and we'll be able to put we'll it up. See, Can you we'll share see. what the title is? Yes. No, no, I'm not. No, actually, I'm not allowed to share the title. Oh. So no, I'm not okay. until voting is over. You'll, you'll, you'll know which one is mine. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, oh yeah. I, I can go next. Yes. Because um, just speaking of that, I've actually been listening to a little podcast called Ooh. Apocalypse Songs, which I hadn't oh, listened to before. Oh, nice. Um, I tend to be not very good at listening to fiction podcasts. I right. tend to be better with my more documentary or, or mm, ones like mm. that. But I've really really been enjoying it it's it's quite a fun little spooky tale uh, i'm about halfway through and i'm really uh i listen to podcasts on my walk to work and then i get very annoyed when i have to stop just as <laughs> hopefully it's a good life podcast takes over. Over. you want to talk to me yeah hopefully it's a good podcast for people that are yet yeah, more sort of factual podcast listeners because it is in that kind of pseudo documentary yeah. style so it's a bit more bit more similar to that even though it's and it, it does sound like plausible like the things yes. happening well famously in the it was first broadcast on radioactive where they did not announce that it was fictional oh, no. <laughs> just orson a, wells. a classic orson wells gambit uh which we did not intend <laughs> mm. wow yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There was there, there was another podcast called The Black Tapes, which was done mm. in a similar thing, yes, and I was like, yes. "Oh, oh!" I thought it was real. And oh, I was like, really? "Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. this is all spooky." And then and then I realized I was like, "Oh, that's bad acting there." Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's one I can't remember what it's called, but it's about the like Polybius urban myth. Have mm. you heard this one? It's um about oh. like an '80s arcade game, which like supposedly was this arcade game created by the government and if you played it then you like would go crazy it's like you know various different urban myths about this the game polybius and it was yeah it's sort of the first two episodes of it or so are more of documentaries about this urban myth as opposed to the fiction story so it was a really good job of like lulling you into thinking that it was um real and then at a certain point it veers off into fiction territory and you do all the rest of the stuff but it did a very good job of being like this has got enough reality because it is a real urban Mm. myth it's just that it's a myth um yeah so that was kind of like let's ground it in that let's have interviews with actual people from like polygon talking about you know like doing Mm. doing games history stuff Mm. um yeah i think it's just called polybius that one which is good um, so apart from listening to that, I, last time I was on here, I sort of left and I was like, oh, next time I come on there, I'm going to watch a lot of uh, 
cinematic blind spots that I've had beforehand. Nice. Love that. So I can come on here and pretend to be more cultured than I ah, actually am. Brilliant. We're all um, pretending. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> so I, I had a whole bunch of films lined up that I was going to watch, and then Angela Lansbury died. Mm. Uh, and R. so <laughs> I. Uh, ended up just watching a, a lot of Angela Lansbury stuff mm. because she's my queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I bawled my eyes out when she died. She's yeah. one of, uh, along with Sondheim, Christopher Lee and Joan Rivers. They are the only celebrities I've, I've cried over. So it was very, very sad. So I've watched a, a shitload of murder. She wrote, oh, nice. um, yeah. uh, I watched her, the murder on uh, death on the Nile mm-hmm. with her in it, which was yeah. fantastic. That's good. Um, the Mirror Cracked, where she was Miss Marple, which was not very good, but she was delightful. <laughs> um, and then I did actually manage to watch a couple of the ones I meant to watch. So I watched Godfather, which mm-hmm. I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stand By Me, which I'd never seen. I love Stand By Me. And there was another one as well. Oof. Oh, no. Ooh, no pressure. No pressure. And I feel like it was one I enjoyed more. Oh, oh Fight Club. Oh, yeah, Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, that was Very fun. Boy-centric films. I know. Well, this <laughs> yeah. is probably why I've never watched yeah. them. Because I looked at things like Godfather and Fight Club, and I thought, oh, they look boring. I do like both Fight of those Club films. Fight Club is strong yeah. gay energy. Like, I mean, yeah, it's very it is much, very, but know. it is with himself. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. Spoilers, but, um, Matt. A couple of these spoiled Fight Club. For a 2001 <laughs> film. It's <laughs> it's 99. I'd also read the book beforehand. I didn't... I'm surprised you didn't see Stand By Me given your, your Stephen King. That's I know, true, yeah. And I, I found it quite interesting because I watched it and it left me quite emotionally cold. Like, oh, I, I, didn't, yes, yeah. I didn't connect with it. And I was wondering if it's because I don't have any nostalgia for the yeah. 50s, 60s when it's sort of set and I don't have any for the... 80s or for having watched the film when right. I was younger so it just maybe it left you cold because it's the body the uh, body's cold hey spoilers body is the title of the <laughs> short story yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that I've been reading Haunting of Hill House um, oh, nice. well I was until the optician broke my glasses so oh. I haven't, haven't been able to read for a couple of days it's but. quite different because yeah I watched Summer Haunting of Hill House the TV show and then I was like oh I should read the book and then yeah Shirley Jackson's this very Obviously, very different in tone. Yeah, I had a really, I think I read it last year. I had a really great blast with it. Have you mm. watched the 60s black and white film? No. Of The Haunting. It, oh, no, I've seen The Haunting. Sorry, I forgot it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. But avoid the 90s remake if you want a spooky yeah. Halloween recommendation. Oh, cool. Um, I'll jump off that because I've been doing some spooky Halloweens and I also did a, an Angela Lansbury. Yes, uh, I watch. forgot that we watched this until we yeah. see this. So we did uh, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, which yes. neither of us had uh, no, really seen, had before. seen before. Uh, and it was a real awakening because that's a fucking wild what movie a weird film. what a weird film it's just it's to try to sum it up it's the nazis are invading and she's a witch and then she gets these she's children gonna do witchery to stop the nazis yeah and then she doesn't have the pages of the book or something and finds her like witch mentor um yes uh and he's turns out he's a magician he doesn't actually believe in the real magic and then they go to this magical world that's full of animation and they play a huge soccer game <laughs> When they announced that there was a soccer game theme, James and I both basically just both threw up our hands. Just like, what? <laughs> what? Um, we enjoyed it. I did feel like it was very post-Mary Poppins. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, we're going to do this again. Sounds like um, Mary Poppins. And then yeah. the end of it, we did not love the end. Where oh, she's or the like, very I'm going to not be well, a witch think... anymore. And we were like, what? <laughs> well, she does this ball and move about animating all of this yeah, like, inanimate objects. She's leading this the huge charge. army. And then she's like, but I'd like to be a mother now. And you're like, it's very like... Excuse me? 
post World War Two, like the women were in the factories and they did the, they fought the good fight, but now they must return to the domestic sphere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think it was. I'm glad to have ticked it off in terms of our blind spots. I don't think it's the best showcase of Angela Lansbury. She's always great. She's very so charming, you know, she yeah. she holds the holds it really well. There's some fun like her on the broomstick and stuff like yeah. that. Um, oh, and they used real cats and made them really manky. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how are these cats, act- these yeah. cat puppets looking so realistic? And I'm like, oh no, that's just a real cat. They're fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. oh god. Um, so that was that was an experience. Yeah. Um, and then I watched uh, Malignant, um, which Matt oh, had no. previously shouted out, <laughs> which I had got through like 15 minutes, and I was oh. like, I know it. It apparently gets good near the end, but I can't be bothered. And I pushed on through this time, and it was <laughs> joyous. It was amazing. It was unhinged to the biggest degree. Um, I know we sometimes spoil stuff. I won't spoil Malignant because you, you really you gotta go in. Yeah. Um, I don't think you'd like I'm it. I'm not Paris. gonna watch it. Don't worry. You don't, need um, to. don't worry. I won't watch yeah. Malignant. But I look forward to further entries. Hopefully, from the Malignant. Hopefully, know. it becomes a franchise. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. I don't know if they'll top Malignant. Honestly. I know. There's so much pressure. When we watch that, for like the whole first half, you're going, "This is." tongue-in-cheek it's right so they know bad. what they're doing do they know what they're it's doing so they know bad. this is intentional and then it's, it's amazing oh. i like seeing the actor from i think he's from boston legal who like plays one of the the people that that worked in the doctor space who he, he was the guy like very nervous very ocd um yeah if you know you know i can't remember his name sorry character actor um is and, it Rene Aubergenois? Maybe. I don't know him in it. Surely. Um, Maybe. Uh, oh. And then one of my other watches was... What was remember. it? Oh, The Empty Man, um, which is on, available on Disney+, Plus, which um, has been recommended a bunch. Um, so what it is, is it's like... Is this mythos of... Uh, if you go on a bridge, or if you go in an empty, abandoned kind of area, and you pick up an old bottle, and you blow into it, that will bring the call of the the empty man uh who will come and he will kill you in the next few days it's kind of like using the ring mm, you want to do vibes. that yeah if you want to if you want to bring that into your life let's blow on this Simply bottle blow on this bottle the empty man will come is yeah. that what we mean by bottles on this podcast <laughs> yeah. well clearly how likely is the empty man going to come and kill you much more severe version of it um and it's kind of allegories for like depression if you're feeling empty um but the prologue is killer like starts out you're like fuck yes let me learn this mythos there's this huge creature with like way too many bones which is like where the empty man comes from like blow the the bottle of the man with a lot of no no so like the first guy (laughs) they're like separate guy he's he's full they're out they're out hiking he's not empty he's not empty that's one no but he's about to become empty falls down a crevice and then uh, this like ancient being like inhabits him and they do this awesome thing in the film like some really creepy moody moments where they'll they'll like talk to themselves they'll be like whispering and then they'll like like it's really creepy Um, and then uh, yeah uh, something happens to them they seem to die by their own hand but maybe the empty man turns up uh, I think it's a little long. I think it's quite convoluted. It's kind of like culty. It's like investigatory as well as like horror. Slightly <laughs> like the ring. Like there's this cult yeah. character that's trying to like pass what the empty man cult is. Like as he learns more and more. But I think ultimately it's worth a watch. Like if yeah. you're trying to do like the 31 days of Halloween, which I've been able to do every day, but I've been trying to fill them up. And 
yeah, I, I had a fun time. Oh, and finally, just as a palate cleanser, oh, I was yes. on Netflix and I saw the Lego Batman movie. I and I was just like, last night. It was great. What it was a, a wonderful rewatch because yeah. it's just like so much fun all the way oh, through. There's just so many jokes that are so yeah. good. <laughs> Will Arnett is so funny. Michael Cera, it's a great. Arrested Development reunion. Like, Zach Galifianakis, oddly sweet as the Joker. With the lobster in the microwave. Yeah. Was great. This is funny. And they use a lot of the villains quite nicely in that as yeah. well. Like they get good good juice out of the characters that they've got there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's similar to the Harley Quinn TV show where they like make full use of like the crazy villain, like the condiment king gets a little nod here and there and the, the <laughs> clock what's the clock one called? Clock King. Clock King. <laughs> just for the kings. The king. yeah, the kings. There's one there's one that's just called Orca. Yeah. Um, the whale king. Yeah. <laughs> like it's great. You can look all these up and you're like, Oh wow, they had a pretty big run at you know, in the 80s or whatever. Mm. Um, those are my watches, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess Angela Lansbury died. I didn't watch any of her things, but I do want to shout out her performances in Gaslight mm-hmm. and um, Dimension Candidate, Candidate, which yes. we saw the remake. We saw the remake. Yeah. Um, for this part, Meryl could never. <laughs> she could never. Um, anyways, what did I say? On, uh, actually, right, this is a really recent one, which I got pissed off about on the way here. Oh. Um, Spotify, I don't think so, honey, for not having Joni Mitchell's music on your application. Really? What? Since when? Since, because I remembered because she, um, was in solidarity with oh, Neil Young. Oh, is this the, like, we're taking our music Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to, to listen, yeah, exactly. I wanted to listen oh, to Ladies of the okay, Canyon okay, yeah. on the way here. But I did not, so... Let's do it on YouTube. I know. Yeah. <laughs> making a stand. Italy, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, a one-stop shop would have been nice. Yeah. But I will support Joni. Um, okay, what, what have I actually consumed? I consumed... Um, I watched The Bear, which um, James has talked about before. James it has tried to indoctrinate us <laughs> yeah. a couple of Yes, I set these two down ago. after an episode yeah. and we watched the first episode. That's fine. I mean, I like that it's short mm. and um, the the penultimate episode is really, oh. really anxiety-inducing. Well, it was great good because <laughs> Matt was watching that and I was watching Malignant and we were both like, oh my gosh, I'm watching this! I'm watching this! It was wonderful. It's a nice. weird contrast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, and you know everyone is cool um in the cast i was actually really most impressed with the cousin richie who i know is desi from girls um he was solid in it and you know i I saw his full potential good job Mm. um he's an andor now as well i'm like oh i'm never gonna watch i'm never gonna watch that i hear andor is good i don't i don't just don't care for it look rings of power House of the Dragon, and I'm never going to watch any of them. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> I've done a better house. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Doctor. Yeah, MD. I also saw uh, the rehearsal, which I did enjoy. I think I was more um, like invested in the individual rehearsals than the overarching rehearsal. Okay, sure, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm interested to see where it goes. Right. But, yeah, no, it's just audacious, just in terms of everything that they're working with, the scale, 
for mm. one. The scale is just yeah. astounding. Like, from that first episode when he makes the bar, you're like, okay, we got HBO yeah. money. Okay. Look, and the reason why I'm being vague is just because you just have to watch yeah. it. I'm only spoiling the first episode, which is... Yeah. yeah that's, that's not the spoilers. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I also saw a really fun trailer, which I want to watch for the trailer pod. Watch, trailer watch. Oh. <laughs> tell us. Have you all watched Megan? We have seen the trailer. Oh, no, I've, uh, it's oh. on the list to watch, but I haven't got around to it yet. No, uh, I mean, it's just the trailer at this yeah. point, but... Um, Can yeah. they have filmed here? Yeah. Mm. some New Zealand actors in it. Look, it looks... Oh, really? probably, small, like, one It looks roles. wild, and after watching Malignant, I was like... It's the I'm, same writer, Well, yeah. I'm not even doing the, the Halloween month thing, but, like, now a, a hunger has spurned <laughs> me of, of, like, just wild, wacky horror... And the moment she did that dance on the trailer, <laughs> I was like, I'm in. Well, and, and there's that here, great one where, yeah. um, uh, oh, who's the lead actor in it? Um, um, girls? Uh, Alison Williams. Yeah, Alison like, tries to shut Megan down when she's like talking to the, the main cat. So basically, it's a doll that's been brought in because... The, the girl needs a friend. Girl needs a friend. So they've got a. a but it's like a, ro- it's like a robotic feature. AI yeah. feature doll. So it's sort of like Chucky meets after Yang. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, very exactly. close. And like Megan is saying something that um, she doesn't want her to hear, and it's like, okay, I'm turning you off. And she's like, I'm sorry, I thought we were having a conversation. And it's so like <laughs> it's catty and cool. yeah. Megan is a gay icon. Okay, so, yeah. this is one where I'm like, we will, I, I will see this, even though it's a scary film, because I do love when robots can. Feel. <laughs> so, even though I know that I will be 100%, I'll have no empathy for any human characters and this just purely just be yeah. the I think it'll be your speed. Um, I don't know, think it'll be I'm, too I'm scary. Okay. I don't Maybe think so. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to have a cinema release? That's always. I would assume know. so. Maybe. Yeah, I, so. I never know with horror films. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it feels That's bigger than something that just shut up. Like no, February or something. I was oh, like, I mean, oh, maybe. I said, why is it coming out in February? Yeah. <laughs> what a weird time. But I think oh. it'll probably like have a good make, run in February for a horror film. Yeah. yeah, you don't need big stars. You just need like, you know, like Smile doesn't have big stars. It's, it's got a Smile yeah. is killing it in the box yeah. office. Like it's so popular. Mm. Definitely recommend Smile once again. Mm. Shout out. I won't see it in the theater, but I'll see it at some point. Yeah, yeah. put a little grin on your face. <laughs> All right. Um, something that did not put a grin on my face is Blonde, oh. which oh, I did see. I can't believe you watched this. Well, it's 2050. I was intrigued. I <laughs> 2050. Yeah, I, I wanted to see Anna Diarmas <laughs> because look, I know, we she love Anna. Yeah, she looks like <laughs> Marilyn also. Um, she was good. She's just like a very intuitive performer, and like sometimes I was like, "Damn, you look exactly like Marilyn," and I thought her Cuban accent would be distracting, but I actually think it works with what the film is going for, which is artifice. Uh, I would not recommend. It's a biff for me. Um, it's very relentless and gratuitous, but I will say that it does have some inspired moments where what they're what he's trying to do, which is like a nightmare, is quite impactful. But I don't know. It's too long. Just watch Smash. Just you know what? You know what you should do, which is what I did. Rewatch or watch for the first time. Gentlemen prefer blondes because it's just amazing. Great film. Ugh, love it. Which he famously, uh, in a recent interview, Andrew Dominic, the director, called like 
well-dressed whores or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, he was like, it's he didn't understand what... disdain for Marilyn, Marilyn and her yeah. roles. And you're like, why are you making a film about her? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, do you hate her so much that you want to make a film about... I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's what I watched. Uh, what a horror. Yes. And speaking of horrors... Well... well <laughs> speaking of spooky films... <laughs> should we get to our feature presentation? Feature presentation. Ooh. Um, it's just dropped today, but do you know that for the latest episode of Don't Worry Darling, I gave us a little bit of that music from the thing. Da, 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 da. And then I played feature presentation. I did notice that. Backwards. Oh. Because things are so weird in that movie. Did, did, did you do the, the voices? The ho, ho, ho. No. Ho, ho. Didn't quite go that far. Yeah. Look at you editing things oh, no. there. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, a little bit of a flourish. Sometimes then... there's no editing at all. No, there isn't. Okay. <laughs> I, feel, I feel attacked. Seeing as you're doing some editing, I'd like to request, like, Disney Castle Thunder after my name. You okay, know, like nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we can do nice. that. That's can what that. I'd like to request, A reminder please. for myself. <laughs> um, so, so today... Uh, yeah, Casper, Mike, you were the one that brought this to us. Do yes. you want to tell us a little bit about your history with this film? Um, so Casper is one of those films that has been in my life so long that I don't remember the first time I mm-hmm. saw it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just a movie that was always there. Mm. Um, I remember having it on VHS and I remember it was the, the case of it. Uh, it was that when I decided I didn't like having the rating sticker on it. So I tried to peel off the, the little <laughs> PG and just mm. left a sticky, horrible mess. And I was very disappointed. Um, this is a film I watch quite regularly. I try to watch it most years or sort of every second year. Um, it's just very in line with a lot of the other films that I watched when I was younger. That, that sort of spooky comic mm. combination mm. like Adam's Family or um, <clears throat> things like that. Yeah. And it really connected with me as a kid that liked spooky things. Mm. Um, and I just I just thought it was a blast. And even now it makes me a little bit teary in parts. Um, it didn't today because we were laughing oh, too much. <laughs> well, we were analysing if it was good or not. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we were doing. Also cracking on. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anybody else? What's everybody else's history with this film? I can go next. Um, yeah. Casper, I definitely saw this as a kid. I remember Casper being like uh, just a staple of my childhood. There were the cartoons which I watched. There was like the PS1 game which I played. Oh. And just, yeah, yeah. What I was it about? I don't remember. Casper. He was. Yeah, Casper. Yeah, but what were like, you doing? One, I remember one of the levels where it was like in London oh. and like you had to like capture the ghosts. Like, I can't remember <laughs> what this is. No, I don't remember. Casper becomes a Ghostbuster. Maybe. Turns on his own but, mind. Yeah, I ha- I'll have to look it up. But, um, yeah, I remember that game. And I just... Um, uh, Christina Ricci also was just like... I guess, like, I didn't realize it till now. It was, like, a big part of my childhood. Because, obviously, The Addams Family and Casper. And a film where I think I'm the only one who's watched called Now and Then, which is like the female version of Stand By Me. Mm. Where like, it's like all these like actresses who are like big now, like her, um, Gabby Hoffman, I think maybe Juliette Lewis, I can't remember. And then they're like adult versions, which is like Rosie O'Donnell and like other people. (laughs) But it was just like, I remember that specific film from my childhood and I watched it a lot. I don't know why, but yeah, she was just like in constant rotation 
as part of my uh, childhood. So Casper was part of that. Um, She's really, like, got the horror thing, like, you know, in her youth and now with Yellow Jackets. Well, it's so funny, though, because you would think from, like, her prominence in the 90s that she would be a bigger deal. Like, I remember I I listened to a podcast with Natasha Lyonne, and she said that when, if, if Christina was in the audition room, you wouldn't be able mm. to book the role because yeah, she would. Right. Yeah, it's like the same, but with Leonardo DiCaprio, like Christian Bale would say, if he's in the room, Leonardo is booking it. But it's funny that she kind of didn't like became that. She didn't become that big as like she yeah. kind of had that lull after her child star mm. period, mm. and then she popped up like a few. She's I mean, like we, black we, snake moan and stuff. Yeah, like we saw her. Lizzie Borden. Yeah, stuff. we we saw her in um, what was that? Speed Racer. Oh, Recently, yes. I, know, I know she was in Monster, the um, Charlize like Theron movie. I feel like it might be a thing where, I don't know, I think this usually happens with male child stars, mm. where they've got, like, a face which looks at, like, reads a particular way as a child, mm. but then as an adult, like, their face shifts or whatever mm. in puberty, and either that means, like, they, they aren't able to put roles as much, or, like, they don't look as cute or whatever, mm. they, like, don't look the same. Maybe for her, she's got kind of an unusual look. She doesn't have, like, the most... She's, like, I think a very beautiful woman, but she doesn't yeah. have, like, the classically beautiful, No, very, yeah, like, that's true. The way that somebody, like, you know, Natalie Portman or Scarlett Johansson or somebody can go from child yeah. into adult with that's kind of true. the same face and just sort of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Scarlett Johansson exactly as a thing. kid was 35 years old exactly. and she smoking a pack a day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas I feel like Christina Ricci did have, like, she's, there's a, more of an adjustment no. or, like, maybe she looks more childy as yeah. an adult. I think it's her way, big eyes than, as well. It just yeah, feels... Yeah, it's very, like, anime. Yeah. And so that's why some of those roles we're just talking about is like a transition mm. out of that child stardom and maybe kind of a little bit more like playing on that weirdness or mm. Mm. Um, maybe that makes it harder but she's it's back on track now she's, we, she recently got an Emmy nomination for Yellow Jackets she's great so. in Yellow Jackets yeah. Yeah. she's so good yeah um yeah, my history me. with it is I had definitely because Halloween wasn't celebrated uh, in our family my parents like they weren't like outwardly against it but they did think it was kind of like they weren't like devil worship, but they were like, don't do it. Uh, and I was like, okay, cool. It looks super fun as hell. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but we did, Casper, I think, like, if you're playing a game of Limbo, it like came underneath it. It, it like it flew under the wire to do a big extended metaphor. Um, and I remember seeing it. Don't remember much about it, except for like the distinctly like CGI elements, which were so different from uh the cartoon which i think i just i don't know if i watched but like was vaguely a kind of aware of mm. um you know the the full because in the drawing he's like fully white and like yeah, yeah, clearly yeah. defined whereas in this he's always a bit translucent yeah, yeah. um yeah and i remember the the three stinkies yeah you know, i remember them as well yeah they the <laughs> three stinkies yeah it's one of them is stinky. well they're, they're mean and nasty because they got voices it turns out all of these <laughs> all these ghosts do impressions so clearly that um that rubbed off on me a little bit maybe yeah um i don't think i have seen this film like i, I i'm mm. actually not certain still but i'm pretty sure i've not just not seen this film before um, and yeah, I definitely always knew who Casper was. I guess mm. it's just kind of in the pop cultural knowledge. Mm. Um, but my main association with Casper, I was as I used to read a lot of Archie comics from the sixties right, yes. because my d- dad and his brothers had just got a gigantic like stash of them that were in a cardboard box at my nana's house. And so when I was primary school age, I just had a phase of just 
grabbing bunches of them out of this box and going and sitting on her windowsill and like crouching there like a cat cool. and reading comic books. Ideal. Uh, great times. Where would spend my time? Um, and yes, there would always be ads in the Archie comics mm. for Hostess Fruit Pies or Twinkies, mm. which would be like Casper serving them to the mean ghosts, uh, like the uncles. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mean ghosts. The ghostly uh, and then trio. And they'd be like, oh, we're fu- like, now we've, we're not so mean after all, thanks to these delicious Hostess Fruit Pies. So that's my main association with Casper. Um, yeah. I also feel like I was saying to these guys that I, I know I've seen bits of a Casper film that was like on Disney Channel or mm. something when I was a kid, but I'm pretty sure it's not this one. It might have been a sequel or something. Because I remember it having a scene which was him like as a, as a real boy before he died, like in a flashback or something. Mm. So I'm like, that did not happen in this film. So clearly I must have seen the second one or something. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I remember about it, really. I have a question. And this may pop up throughout to run just logic questions. Yeah. They're never defined as uncles in this one, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, know I don't why think I are. think they're called as uncles. Maybe that was... Because they're yeah. adults and they're not his dad. Because yeah. I was going to say, if they were his uncles, like, yeah, they'd be related to... Because we hear about the father figure. <laughs> so can you imagine, well, like... I was just reading on, like, uh, the summary of this movie, just on the Wikipedia page, that, yeah, there's, like, this movie gives him this backstory of this tragic, mm. like, child death. Right. But in some of the comics, he's like a ghost boy born to ghost parents. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I think <laughs> like, I, I do know that. Yeah. So I guess it's like he's got his ghost mum and dad. Yeah. yeah. So right. I guess it depends on yeah how we're understanding ghost logic. They, they Hollywoodized it. Yeah. Okay. Or like, I guess maybe the comics were just a little bit more for younger kids. So they were like, let's not have child death be part of this child yeah. ghost situation. I feel That's like how to, that makes sense. I feel like I've just always known that they were his uncles, and now I'm mm. questioning. Yeah, but I'm like, I feel like maybe that must be from the comics. I sure. think I just read that from the VHS, the yeah. blurb on the back. It's really cool. We need spooky comics back. Because with this and the Adams Family, it's like. Well, that's the thing. How cool. We need um, adaptations of them as well. Like, Adams Family, this. Scooby Doo, like this was like a particular like genre of film that we don't really see anymore. The live action version of these cartoons sure. and comics, mm, yeah. which you know fuels a lot of our nostalgia. Yes, honestly. and this is a big nostalgic watch. I mean, they're trying to remake them, but it's all as like animated. As animated, now. does not look good. Well, hor- horror for kids in general was quite big back then because you also had things like Goosebumps as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that there was just more of a you know idea that scaring kids was an okay thing to do it was mm. yeah i was definitely scared of are you afraid of the dark i was terrified on. of all of these things yeah like i the goosebumps oh books in my school library in primary school like the goosebumps section smelled particularly weird like, you know that sort of sweet smell that you get of like old secondhand like books that have been mm. taken out a lot mm. and i would feel physically ill if i smelled <laughs> that smell because i associated it with the goosebumps books so it was so, so scary yeah. from the covers <laughs> i was like way too terrified as a child I'm, I'm, I'm a very anxious adult but i was an extremely anxious <laughs> child so just hearing of anything and I th- i'm a very imaginative child which is not a great combination mm-hmm. which yeah. means that like you'd not have to read the scary stories you just need to hear the premise of the story and then you would just be up all night mm. torturing yourself with what probably happened in that story See, so we... scary things were not good for me as a kid <laughs> I needed I... very G-rated entertainment <laughs> I loved Goosebumps as a kid so much that um, I read 
uh, Night of the Living Dummy, and then I went to my dad and asked him to buy me a ventriloquist dummy because I was Amazing. just like, I loved it so much. Love that. But, however, on the flip side, Mars Attacks scared the shit out of me. I could not freaky. sleep they for look months. Freaky. Yeah, it's a very scary film for me. Like I, I wasn't a big reader as a kid, but I would always do like the choose your own adventure ones. Oh, those are fun. Which were yeah. just like, oh, I gotta crack it. I gotta crack the codes. Which um, I that just took so long. Yeah, this is the thing. That's yeah. the only one that I ever took out from the library, and it was uh, because Kilbenny School did not have a good well-funded library it was not like a great library at that school uh it was like half the pages were missing from it oh so, so you couldn't you finish couldn't finish oh, it no. except there was no way to get out of the situation without getting killed yeah so, like, all so the good mean. endings were gone you're in limbo I, that's clearly where the, the problem started i was like this is way too scary everywhere you go the, the evil toys from the toy factory will kill you yeah. like, but we, oh yeah oh no, no, you go ahead. Well, we we have explored. We've been thinking about Casper, but oh wait, we don't no, know. I am gonna jump in. Yeah, jump guys, on. are you having back problems? Are you having sleeping problems? Well, today we're sponsored by Casper mattress. <laughs> uh, but if you did want to sponsor Casper mattresses, uh, we're very we're, much open we're to sponsorship. We're nowhere near the leagues. I'd love to sponsor. What a nice bed. If you want to reach all thirty of our listeners, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't worry. Get a mug. Um, um, yeah, so we have we've got the context. We know what everyone. has has seen yes. but now let's let's learn about the plot from our, our guest mike bryant who is gonna give us a rundown in one minute great right. starting Three, from two now. one so a horrible woman and her scheming assistant inherit a house in maine they go to the house in maine and discover it's severely haunted so they call in bill paxton or pullman can't remember pullman, pullman uh, and his daughter he is a ghost psychologist a ghost therapist so they bring him to the house in order to get rid of the of the scary spirits which include casper and his three uncles stretch stinky and fatso um they are trying to get rid of them um uh, <laughs> what happens um oh, uh, at school cat uh, mentions that she lives in this haunted manor and all of her fellow students and teacher unilaterally decide <laughs> that they're going to have the Halloween party at her house. Casper uh, explains how 15. he died. He's out in a sled and uh, then they discover there's a machine that can bring people back into life called the Lazarus uh, and um, the wicked woman that I mentioned at the start tries to steal Five. the potion and then she dies because she has unfinished business and the Halloween party happens and Casper dances and that. It's a happy ending. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. It's one of those ones where the plot is less linear than I expected no. for this. Yeah. You know, like, there, there were points where you were like, how did we get here? Yes. We'll talk about we it. Yeah. We were the like, la- wait, what? I was like, the Lazarus <laughs> machine? <laughs> um, yeah. But before we get talking to these in more detail, yeah. it's time for our famed segment, Hot Butter, Most Visually Pleasing. Oh, it's <laughs> getting hot in this mansion. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in. Um, I think Bill Pullman is hot in this film. I think he has strong dad energy. He's got that floppy hair. He's got that cardigan. He's very, like, comforting. It's very very hot professor vibes. Very hot professor vibes. With the glasses and the the swoop of the hair. Honestly, it's very James Cain vibes, which obviously is my type. So, (laughs) Um, you know, but I was like, oh, I liked him. I thought I was like, oh, good. (laughs) Yeah, he was doing it for me as well. I really liked how... 
like kind and warm he is. Like you can tell that he's like, he's like a, a good dad. He's a good you're dad. Like, oh, you're that's trying like, to help your daughter get through the the loss of you yeah. know your, he's got a husband like mm, you know mm. his, his poor dead wife. He's mourning his wife, but then he's not afraid to get down, get a bit unshaven, and sing some karaoke mm, drunkenly mm. before dying horribly in a construction site. <laughs> Spoilers. Don't worry, he comes back. He comes back. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I was just all over him. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was all over him. Bill, I think Pullman and Paxton, but Pullman like <laughs> Paxton's not in this film. I no, he's not. Yeah. But like, <laughs> they represent like this. There's a way that he's styled that was just like pure nostalgia for me. Like he's mm. quintessentially mm. like comfort '90s watch, where you're just yeah. like, oh, I could. This yeah. man can yeah. hold me in his arms. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, with Titanic as well. No, that's Paxton, isn't it? That's Paxton. That's yes. Paxton. Yes. Um, Pullman with, you know. I think he's in Newsies. He's at Independence yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah when Paxton he's. Paxton and Titanic. Oh, oh, I don't know. Who, Paxton is the who. son, or the grandson. Or Paxton, something. no, Paxton is the oh, guy. Oh, the guy of the ship. The guy of the ship. day. But they, it's, it's just like, you feel like you can get a good bear hug from them, and they're just like, don't worry. Do you remember your childhood? Like, nostalgia is such a weird fucking thing, man. <laughs> but, like, it's something in your brain. You're just like, I belong here. This yeah. is it. This is working on me. And mm, Triggers yeah. your daddy issues. Sure. <laughs> but also, I would just like to... It's rhetorical, but you're like, okay. <laughs> I mean... He's, he's not like that. He's just a professor. Maybe it's like a, a professor. Look, well, like we, can, we can come back to this off, yeah. the, off the microphone. I was um, going to say maybe send this to Bill, Bill Pullman, but maybe now... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's died, unfortunately. Oh, that's Bill Paxton. Paxton. Oh, Bill well. Pullman's around. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay, good, good. I'll send it to him then. Do you know that Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton were supposed to be in a film together called Trespass oh. with Ice Cube and Ice-T? Oh, that, oh. oh, that's like Goo Goo Gaga. Yeah, except oh, I think... Yeah. One of them, maybe Pullman, wasn't able to make it, oh. so they cast this guy Bill Sadler instead. No. And I was like, "Wait, that's you should not wait." The same Bill. No. And I was like, "Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, Ice Cube, I see. That's perfect." That's great. Yeah, gotta um, put it on ice until they're uh, all available. I know, yeah. but sadly not. Um, yeah, no, it's gotta be Bill Pullman for me. I'd love to pull that man. If you know what I'm saying, right there. It's <laughs> an easy target, low-hanging fruit. But, well, uh, exactly. You do it. Look, um, what can I say about Bill Pullman? Um, uh, look, a widower, hot. Canonically, it's a hot, it's a hot profession. Yeah, yeah. Hot professions. <laughs> and also, this is the year 1995, where he also starred in one of my favorite films. Oh. While you were sleeping, is it the oh, same year? Yeah, wow. and you know what he was doing? A, st- a film I still sleeping. A film I still have not seen, but I know that Matt talks about it all I the think, time. Yeah, I know. I think it sounds like an eligible mixed bag because it's, it's kind of a yikes premise, but apparently the film <laughs> it's isn't. a little, bit, a little yeah. bit of a yikes premise. Yeah. Um. Wait, he's not the one sleeping. Actually, he was the brother of the person who was sleeping. Yeah, she's so, in a coma, right? No, no, she's not in a coma. Oh, the his, so, his brother. So in. 15 seconds yeah, here you um, go. Sandy B has a crush on his brother who does like fall into a coma and then she goes to the hospital and then her, his family's there and then she says that she's his girlfriend and then you know like hijinks ensues she bonds with her brother with his brother and they fall in love I see. so that's not as yikes I thought someone was falling yikes. in love with, with a, the a sleeping no no no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Okay. no, no. Um, but yeah, so it's Bill Pullman for me, hot professor, widower, vibes, caring man, hot glasses, hot hair, yeah, Bill. Great. Do you want to wear it? 
Uh, for me, I mean, as a as a homosexual, uh, <laughs> I feel like the the defining trait of homosexuals, other than liking men, is uh, loving a vicious chain smoking woman with a husky voice. There's only really one other Yeah, yeah. no, I am. I am. Uh, <laughs> Kathy Moriarty as Carrigan Crittenden. <laughs> Iconic. Well Thank you. Iconic. Bill could nail that line. Oh, it's part of the joke. Yeah. I, I would have just called her the mean lady. The mean yeah. lady. Carrigan. Um, she was she was awesome. She was just I think she's very funny. She knows exactly what sort of movie she's doing. Oh, yeah. She knows what the part is. One hundred percent. Just mean, nasty, vicious, Look. sexy. That voice. Sold. I feel like it's a sort of character that they had so many of in nineties films, which mm. is like this particular sort of Absolutely. like posh society mm. lady and she'll do anything to get that girl. Absolutely. But she's always looked so mm. chic and I feel like yeah, it, kids it films happens don't have that a lot. Anymore, like it's you know? like yeah. you know, it's like Koala, it's yeah. like yeah. you know, that lady from Parent Trap, like where are these movies nowadays? Yeah. Villains they want villains yeah. to be more nuanced and, and sympathetic Backstory. nowadays. And I don't like and you're that. Like, um, but it's well, you know how I got. Me, you know? I like a two D villain. I was yeah. able to get all of her characterization from like a her hunched back and a twitch in her eye, and like, you just like stopping that, that cigarette first on the, the on table, the not yeah. <laughs> not even on an ashtray. I was like the varnish. <laughs> the, the moment where the, the wrecking ball takes out her car and she just keeps mm. smoking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we love we love Kathy Moriarty here. We saw her before in um, But I'm a Cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's where she is yeah. from. Yeah. And obviously like she's great in Soap Dish and Raging Bull. She got, got her Oscar nomination. Oh, we true. love her. We love her. Um, well, that's a good transition to our bottle. So, yeah, she's definitely a bottle, I feel. Um, yeah. A real yeah. keeper. I think spell. just, yeah, someone who's, like, absolutely large in life knows the assignment. And, yeah. you know, she came in, did her thing, got out. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. I think both our hots here have also, like, a, a good performance. It's yes. Not yeah, just I think the so. visual aesthetic. I think it's also yeah. the performance. I think Paul was okay. He didn't good. really, like get me get me but you know he was fine he's good he's fine. I, I think, think he's really some, giving yeah. you know mm-hmm. he had some big emotional scenes yeah. and I thought he played yeah. them nicely he's nice. going to kind of be like an emotional anchor for the film oh definitely um, yeah because yeah. they're not really focusing really on like Christina Ricci's relationship with her dead mum so much like it kind no, of comes yeah, yeah, yeah. in but it's sort of got the sense that she's kind of at more of a point of progression where she's like I accepted my yeah. mum's dead now I miss her but I'm mm. forging this kind of new family with my dad and then it's yeah he's the one that's still sort of stuck in the past of grieving his wife yeah i'm like yeah i think they they, they, yeah he shows that really well yeah yeah i think pretty much across the board all the actors are really strong i think i was really impressed with richie as well like christina richie's really good yeah Yeah. like she's there's a reason she booked all those roles yeah so she's i think 15 when they did this yeah Um, yeah and she's grounded grounded performance yeah it's, it's it's an actor that like knows what they're doing like with child performances sometimes you have there's an element of trickery but it feels like yeah. she just and is that's, playing the character that's the thing tip. so like mm. the premise is like fairly wacky yeah. but mm. she never feels wacky like the adults do the wacky yeah. and like it's hard for children not to be to, to, to rely on that wackiness crutch mm. um, she's got like but this, she's grounded she's yeah, got she that like, scene where she's talking about her mum and her a bed where her mum would yeah. like sing her to sweet sleep and you're just like oh this Aww. is very That's, very affecting yeah there's the part with them on the lighthouse talking about do you remember your parents and then the part when they're mm. she's in bed and he's floating floating weirdly <laughs> above her hey if you're a ghost um, float away but, but those bits normally get me quite quite yeah. teary i mm. think they're beautiful performances and yeah. it's it's a nice moment where i forget that casper is animated that he's not actually there you know mm. yeah yeah um, there's good uh, in terms of like those kind of sequences. There's 
good exploration around like death and forgetting as well i think like casper yeah. not being able to remember much about his family his dad you know his life is like yeah it's quite tragic You're i like, think it's fairly like mature it doesn't treat the mm. children viewers in a uh, children-like way it's very yeah. straightforward mm. when I it think, comes to that i think when it is focusing on the more sort of those serious parts serious <laughs> those more <laughs> serious parts um I, I yeah i think that's when it's probably more interesting in yeah film, same. Like, even though it's kind of like more serious and not so like goofy appealing to kids stuff i, I feel like that's the stuff that i enjoyed more about it is mm. kind of seeing their relationship a little bit and seeing like casper yeah sort of confronting being like a you know the sort of he's a dead child <laughs> like that's kind yeah. of yeah, sad. Yeah. like i feel like the fact that they didn't shy away and go like oh he's a ghost that's his parents are ghosts like yeah and they, they they actually explored like okay but you were a person before this mm. i think it's probably not the most like obviously child-friendly choice but mm. i think it's probably the, like, the right choice look the like 90s it. were wild they're talking about virgins and children it's true movies. i mean look so, <laughs> well, essentially explicit as hocus pocus <laughs> i think there's there's something to be said maybe not in terms of hocus pocus <laughs> um, but there's there's something to be said about family films that do not talk down to children or, or like uh, that's one of the reasons that batman the animated series has stuck around so long is that it's so adult and it's mm. it doesn't shy away from treating actual issues and i think it's yeah it, it, it's yeah i think it's nice i like it yeah. <laughs> what are the bottles i love the house i love oh the my mansion. god the house is amazing the design is, so it's this beautiful like the art nouveau like that all of the sort of carved decorative kind of uh, wooden elements of the house. It's all just these beautiful curves and like sort of spirally bits and it's uh, the the furnishings are also mm. yeah, it's that very kind of early twentieth century Art Nouveau style. And it's just yeah, so it fits the haunted mansiony type look, but it's so beautiful as well. Mm. All the stained glass, mm. it's like stained glass everywhere. The stained glass, the lamps, the ornate kind yes, of like knickknacks and tchotchkes, yeah. And um, like yeah, sort of wallpapers and furnishings. So the and books. Then, yeah, and then the like, designs. We loved as well, like like upstairs, like uh, there's a point where Cat goes to explore the attic and discovers mm. all of Casper's mm. old stuff, and so to like remind him of his life as a human, sets up. <laughs> you know unrealistically fast <laughs> cleans up all of his stuff and like restores this attic to this childhood bedroom and it's like the most sort of ornate childhood bedroom you can imagine of like all of these toys and there's a train going up through the around the ceiling and it's it is really these, one of those things yeah. that like appeals to a, a kid and us as adults yeah. it's just like it's interior yeah. design point for us but as a child it's just like those collection items that you yeah. kind of want to like oh those those are really good i but like mm. visually appealing as well like there's no reason for an armor like knight in, knight in shining armor to be yeah. displayed but as a kid you just a, like a zebra head on yeah. the wall <laughs> the it's, there. it's just also those like you know like those um hidden doors the hidden oh, hallways yes. like and like the little staircase it's like a, a winding staircase the contraptions like, metal, yeah which then turns into like a roller coaster slide thing it's so good it's like yeah i love contraptions i think you watch it uh, as a kid and you're just like i want to explore this and oh, it's yes, so fun and engaging i think what i wanted more of is kind of just like the exterior of the house i didn't mm. really get to see the majesty of it like yeah, yeah. i think you see some of it but it's mm. yeah it could definitely be and sort of a distant mm. yeah. shot. 
and it's probably feels... to a set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Talking of set, it one hundred percent feels like a set. Like you're like, yeah. mm. like this is tactile. Like you can go around and roam anywhere. Like they fucking built the thing as opposed to like you know CGI created yeah. in like mm. what, what you might see nowadays, where it's like, oh cool, we can do more, more fantastical stuff with it, but it feels rubbery and you God. know not real. Yeah. When they went to the Lazarus machine contraption, I was yeah. like, I want to ride this ride yeah. in this yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah haunted mansion casper world like yeah. i just want to explore this mansion yeah. and then ride that ride as i was <laughs> watching it i was like oh my god this is so cool and they're like they would have had to dismantle this and sell it and bring it down <laughs> oh, the set it's such an, a grown-up i know <laughs> just immediately uh, after the joy is like uh, the practicalities yeah but, but you know. i mean it's just so cool like, yeah so the whole lazarus machine is in this like uh, basement workshop with like a big bubbling uh, like Cauldron, lake basically yeah, kind of thing. like an underground lake that's yeah. yeah I guess just dry ice in a big pool <laughs> and then the machine is like hidden under there and it emerges out of it with all the seaweed on top of it yeah. it's very um, yeah it's just it's just so fun it's just such a fun design choice is made yeah mm. I really like that um, Casper's family was archaic like he's been there for an old ages. boy mm. yeah and then we yeah. see these old newspaper clippings we see a picture of his dad and you're like oh we are, we are old timey i feel like that's essential though because i feel like if you did like casper died like three years ago oh, yeah. it's gonna come Weak. up with a lot more yeah, like, yeah. i mean remember that kid who died he, yeah. he does talk by everyone he does not talk like he's from yes. the olden times he's, which he's we really did. kept up with the modern lingo i mean they do fine. get magic tv in they the have house. magic tv they yeah. do have magic tv we talked about all the performances what do we think about the two casper performances because there is two obviously. <laughs> well, one is barely well, performance one of them, yeah they have a boy come in at the end Look, one is like, one is like a hot boy and then one is just his voice, his voice. Yeah. yeah he's got the he didn't i like his voice yeah he's all right. I, I think the, yeah the Very, voice quite expressive and like hot voice uh no sorry <laughs> hot voice? not hot voice i was i had i was like split a boy on, voice i was split on two things i was thinking about you said he was a hot boy and i was like is he a hot boy and then <laughs> i was just really he's but like no no he's supposed to be a hot boy he's got the uh yeah. no no uh let me just pass out my thoughts because i was like <laughs> i was like explain i was explain going along i was meaning to talk about hot boy <laughs> in quotes and then I got, and then you thought I was talking yeah, about this one, the young right? man, uh, but no. So like, I guess this here is like, is that the charm of like, if you're making a film where it's like, this boy is attractive, but it's for like young kids. It's the, un- the do- non-threatening yeah, uh, teen I don't know. idol. You kind of yeah. just like see like a young teen boy from the nineties, and you get like which ones are the hot boys. Yeah, yeah. he like, turned into a heartthrob, right? The, like, yeah, who knew who he was? Yeah, yeah, Devon Sawa. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who Devon Sawa is, he's but I trust you. He's in final it's destination. It's not going to help me, guys. Um, come on. He's <laughs> iconic in the nineties of being a hot young boy, like JTT. Right. You know, he's in the. No, that's not going to help you either. But he's in the Chucky. TV series. Look, I, I looked at all his IMDb. He and was, I, I hadn't seen any, and I don't think. I look, he was in the latest season of I've Hacks. Heard, I've heard of his name. I did think Devin Sawa was a girl. Like, oh, I don't really? know why. I just I guess Devin is like. It sounds yeah. Maybe Devin Aoki is who. I yeah, Devin Aoki. Yeah. Anyway, is, uh, but um, not. But he was. Yeah, he was a. Guy. He was really good in the in the last season of Hacks. He was in one episode uh-huh. where he uh-huh. fucks Gene Smart. Spoilers. Great. Mike, you got something. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say one of the, my main bottles for it is the music. I think the score in it is really, really nice. There's, oh, I didn't even think there's, about this there's one particular part which is often played over the sad parts, which mm. are the parts that I like. <laughs> uh, and it's just this do 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 do, and it's just this really nice little lullaby that's got quite 
quite a nice sadness under it and I think it's they balance that really nice with all the whimsy fun scenes and the score in general is just I I love those like 90s comedic scores Mm. like the ones in like Adam's Family Death Becomes Her Mm. like they're not quite like romantic but they're like they really add to the atmosphere there's a lot of like that Mickey Mouse thing yeah 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 sort of sound effect mm. and someone turned around speaking of the music I had that that song remember me this way or whatever um I just got like a nostalgia flashback because I had not heard that song since the 90s but I was just like got transported to you know my young boy body <laughs> mm. um and I knew some of the words not all of it but I was like holy shit it's like one of the songs that I had never thought of like since watching Casper, <laughs> like all those years ago, mm. but you know, I think for me the the three ghosts. Oh, they're fun to me. They're fun. I really like voices, and they were like broad, like Italian or whatever. Like they were going yeah. ha- strong with it, and they're going ham. Yeah, and that element of like obviously there's problems with them, with them as well, which we'll talk about. Um, but like they add a nice energy to it like the gargoyles and yeah um, I lo- you love a good hunchback. colorful supporting cast you know yeah. like mm. and by and some large, pranksters yeah i thought like because around this period is like hercules where they get really like pop culture heavy yes. there's a little bit of pop culture stuff in this i as think well. there's heaps of pop culture mm. stuff in this James. you think there's heaps it was heaps. a real banana for me like <laughs> i didn't mind it i um, liked it i think it's just because it's gone out of fashion so much that we don't because we suppose there was such as so much of it that seeing things from this era which is so referential it becomes very like ugh, to me i like, don't I just, mind that i think I it's know, a real time like capsule yeah i think, I think you guys like you like references yeah I don't like when it's like uh, the yeah. level of detail of getting clint eastwood um who was uh the second one rodney, rodney dangerfield. dangerfield rodney dangerfield mel gibson who at the time was a huge star He's yikes now, obviously, and the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, that, like, was the, that was the year of Braveheart. Yeah, so yeah, no. that's cool. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. oh, the Crypt Keeper. Speaking and of Dan fucking Aykroyd and everything as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the level of commitment that they had to it because there's <laughs> there's like the um the you know the 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 thing where you know if you drop a reference you know it's you know, it's all Eddie Dass and Michael Jordans and stuff like they do in Hercules. I don't know. Just... I didn't mind like the Ghostbusters one. I'm like, that's relevant. Like they've and again they've they've committed to it. They've they've gotten the yeah. actor. They've got. But the also, I'm doing just like. Thing. But then sometimes there were just references where mm. I was like, why are we referencing? Sure, this? sure. If, if it advances the plot or even fits in the plot, yeah. it's fine. But otherwise, it's yeah. like it's not subtle enough to be like, a, oh, great, you yeah. caught it. It's just very like obvious. This is a very obvious reference, and it doesn't seem to make sense for the character or the moment or like it doesn't it's not funny to me so i'm just like why is this here there's also the priest at the start before mm. um dan Aykroyd came out doing his ghostbuster but the priest is actually a like a saturday night live yeah, character yeah. from the 70s so father, <laughs> father guido and that's okay. always like gone yeah. over my head i just wish to me wow. yeah yeah he's from like the not for primetime players wow. but i just thought it was a reference to the exorcist but i mean i, I think it was that as well yeah yeah, yeah. but I don't know. I think I like it because it kind of places it in the specific time 
of the 90s. Like, it felt yeah. really yeah. 90s to me, and I really it is very 90s. Well, like that. That one also worked, because I didn't even know who it was, and it was still a funny it gag. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's still... References as a layer lives, on top. It's like, yeah, like, okay, they got a priest, and then I'm like, I don't understand the, the yeah. thing, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's like, this mm. priest is, you know, clearly over-talking how good he is at exorcisms, he doesn't know what he's doing. Great, cool. Like, I understand that joke, even if I don't understand the reference. Right. Mm. But Sure, like, I, if you're going... This thing, uh, like I yeah, hate that. That's, they did that a lot. I don't know. I liked it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that there was tons of it. I think of like Shrek, like in a you mm. know, in yeah. like ten years, and it's just like, like that. Well, that is the thing. Like, that is Jesus. the whole humor of Shrek is just like yeah. recreating pop culture references. Whereas it's like in this, like yeah, I don't think it I was, don't know. It didn't feel like tons. I feel yeah, like I, I was in the it, world of it. I don't think it was unsubtle mm. either. I'm, yeah. with, I'm with Cass on that. I think there's too much of it. Like, why is he I, doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression? Like, why? But he's Superman. Those are two different things. Why is Clint Eastwood yeah. here? I think it was. Why are they turning into the, the, the thing like, with- the thing with Clintwood is that they were all supposed to sort of mimic one of the ghosts' personalities. So the Clintwood was sort of supposed to... But then there were four to, uh, of them. Yeah, the, I don't know. This it's is the scam. Well, the Crypt that, Keeper the, is just yeah. to torment me, clearly. Yeah, just to, as a personal attack. <laughs> I still can't believe, like, my dad took out this Tales from the Crypt VHS is when I was younger. Yeah, but your dad let you watch like many age inappropriate things. I mean, he made me watch a lot of good things like Lawrence of Arabia and Vertigo. Probably inappropriate. I don't know. Who cares? But whatever. Lawrence as a kid is very long. My dad, my dad made me watch Lawrence of Arabia as a kid as well. Yeah, Uh, I heard. um, I've been listening to a pod where they're talking about two thousand one, and apparently that was a huge like rite of passage for kids of a certain generation. Yeah, and just this existential dread of around like. Oh gosh, what if I turn into a, a moon baby or whatever? Uh, or an ape. Or an ape. Mm. Ready to attack things with bones. Um, I quite like just the wackiness of the movie. Yeah. Like, it's fun. Like, it plugs along at 90 minutes. It's not a very uh, long film. It just, it's mm. something that, like, as Mike has seen this film many times, it's something you put on. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's That's- perfectly, like... Yeah. great just like background you can come in and out of it and just have a good time like something that yeah i really notice every time i watch it is that no matter how this is one of those films that i could almost recite along mm. with the movie right. you know and, but it's one of those ones that no matter how often i watch it the beats still hit mm. and the things that i dislike are still the things that i dislike but yeah. the, the it never loses its charm or it never loses the funny bits for me it's it always works, which is mm. nice after so many rewatches. And my lizard brain will always light up whenever I see a member of Monty Python and the Flying Circus show yeah. up. I thought he was okay. Yeah. didn't do much for me. Oh, like, I'm not <laughs> specifically talking about his performance. Right, I'm gotcha. more just like... Just in general. And even though I know that... And maybe Eric is... Of the, fine. Yeah, he's probably the least... Or maybe not the least, but one of the the few... Yeah, Palin's pretty uncontroversial and cool. Um, But, uh, you know, I like like seeing the ones that are not problematic and just being like, ah... You're, you're from my childhood like and seeing Eric it was it was nice like he was playing his role it was a, a little henchman character called Dibs felt very like uh, <laughs> Dibs uh, 101 Dalmatians oh we we're gonna have a oh, meme yeah, lady Hugh from 101 Laurie. Dalmatians let's have like a mean yeah. British yeah. person to be a henchman yeah <laughs> like, Hugh Laurie and yeah guy number yeah. two <laughs> other guy <laughs> yeah. and weirdly I don't see Eric Idle acting all that much so hmm, that's when true, you yeah. see him show up 
you know. A, yeah, away from the troop as well. Away from the troop. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just like, sure. oh, you performed, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, uh, damning with faint praise, but whatever. Yeah. I think, I think this was my first Eric Idle movie, which that is yeah. strange now, looking back. Interesting, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, should we talk about some bananas? Yeah, I mean, well, Mike sure. and I talked about our relationships, yeah. the pop culture references, which we were not so much fans of. I don't know, I just felt like, for me... I don't know, I think there are a lot of things going on in this film. There are a lot of things going yeah. on, yeah. So you've kind of got this story of a ghost and a girl making friends and, like, bonding over she's lost her mum, he's dead, you know, <laughs> like that stuff. You've also got, like, the big pressure of, like, oh, it's the, the, the dance that's coming up, people are coming to the house, we've got to, you know, like, make sure mm. that... But there's not really much pressure into stopping the ghosts from doing anything at the dance like there's no plan to stop that I wish there was more integration of the ghosts in the dance shenanigans and then the ghosts are also just kind of taunting Bill Pullman but then they become friends with him it's kind of a like there's a bit some stuff where it's pranking and then there's other points where they they actually like him now yeah and then we've got we've got uh, and then you've got your baddies yeah but your baddies trying to get this treasure yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff mm. happening. I feel I like you could have cut had... the ball or something. Like, I don't, I know. don't mind it. So like, like, I don't mind the, the ball. I just wanted it more as a set piece. Yeah, I'm just, I sure. wish that all of these things were connected in some way. Yeah. Mm. And like, yeah. Like if the Lazarus pit with, was under the dance floor. Yeah. So, mm. like... Mm. Yeah, and like more of the the kids maybe thinking the ghosts were just other kids or something like that. Yeah, like, so like the ghosts classic are actually gags. in there. Yeah. You've got the whole like, terrible them. costume. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Thing, you know, um, yeah. I feel like there's there's room for that stuff. There's room for the villains to be more because like they get vanquished very easily. Like, and I think kind of... honestly, to me, that party was like a missed set piece for Kathy Moriarty having like a diva number or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, like somehow they get into this thing. We want them all to kind of, all these yeah. three, I don't mind having lots of threads in a movie, but I like when they all come Tired. together. Yeah. And it yeah. felt like they were all sort of separately <laughs> resolved. And they were like, oh, okay. And yeah. yeah, it felt a bit anticlimactic at certain points. Particularly yeah. the villains were just kind of like, oh, <laughs> why? Their like, plan? What their the Their plan was terrible. It felt very last minute draft, I, do, I have to say. Okay. Okay, can we, like, talk about the ghosts? Do we like them? Do we like how they look? I, so, I'm not a fan of the uncle ghosts. I don't... Of how they look. I, yeah, I mean, like, I think they're okay... I actually quite like them for 1995. as well. Um, I guess, in terms of, like, the CGI, I'm not... I, yeah. I think it's really good CGI That's what I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I think that's this, this was also, I don't know if we said, but this is mm. the first movie that had a CG, fully CGI character as its as a main character. Mm. So it's it's pretty groundbreaking in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I felt yeah. like I wanted to kind of know what their deal was a bit. Oh, they, yeah. Like, in terms I, I of think, the story? Yeah. yeah. I felt like they right. were almost purely just the animation wise to do fun animation stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. And like, do mm. fun, like, ah, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I wasn't, what? yeah, we didn't really get it? much of a sense of. Yeah. Like why they, they were there. Yeah, and like they'd just be not around for ages. And it's like, yeah. if they're going to have, like, I feel like, yeah, rather than having even, do we need to have both sets of bad guys of like these these external villains as well as these three ghosts I guess that are they're, bad they're ghosts not that really, are causing trouble. Yeah. Like, I guess they're not really villains, They're the both kind of half, yeah, yeah. half villains. Yeah. Yeah. It's also quite interesting that um, Carrigan is trying to get the ghosts out and that there's like an actual conflict between the two, but the... Trio and Kerrigan never really yeah, interact. Yeah, there's no interaction there's, between no. them. That yes. could have been some real interesting, interesting yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that could have been like um, 
you know, that could have been a step in redeeming those three ghosts as well, like helping mm. helping mm. the the father and daughter my, to kind of you know combat the, the like, two. I I feel like really what what the misstep was in terms of drafting is the the machine. Okay, mm. cool. Yeah, because mm. I'm like. <clears throat> I think then we have a whole lot of very rushed deaths close to the end. Oh my god. So that we can make it this thing, there's only one magic potion that we can put in this machine, and that machine will bring somebody back to life from Ghost. And so we've got Carrigan fighting over at that with Casper, and then Casper giving it up so that uh, Bill Pullman, whatever his name is. Harvey. Harvey, yeah. Dr. Dr. Harvey. Um, who has okay. died, like he was drunk, and then he fell out of like an open manhole, and so just died when he was just, out drinking with the boys. It's so convoluted. <laughs> and then he's, like, he's come back to the mansion, and he doesn't remember who he is. He just thinks he's like a bad boy ghost now. Yeah. And then he has to get back in the machine, and of course they choose him to, yeah. to go and yeah. be reborn. But I'm like, I think if we just didn't have this bringing back from death situation, like... Well, why we're not sitting there being like Casper has to be a real boy? It's not no. Pinocchio. No, 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 no. Like he's dead. He he's died dead, at one time, like, and we've accumulated to that. We've got we're fine with that, so we don't have to acclimated. I'm, acclimated, my, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to be like he must rise again. It's maybe, like maybe I'm guessing. Actually, this is my theory. I have a theory had, as well. Writers had something, and it was all about helping Casper cross over to the other side, and it ended with him passing uh. on. And then they were like, "We need a fucking sequel. We can't do that." Right. Also, that might be a Jana in a in a way like. Well, no, it's I feel happy, like it could but be. it could be. It's happy because yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's like could be this beautiful thing, and like the mum comes down from heaven, and all of that you stuff. Can't it could be lovely. My, my, no, you can't, can't second death the main. He's already dead. I'm like, it's, it's, yeah. like, yeah, he's seen ghosts. Yeah, it's Coco. Ghost has to cross over. My, like, it's this ghost story. I feel like it's kids, dark and sad enough. But, I mean, maybe, but it, I feel like the writers were not shying away from writing dark, yeah. sad stuff, right? Yeah. Then instead, it, so you maybe get that's people, where they started. But then instead, you get Bill Pullman dying. Exactly. And I think like, that's much more distressing. Yeah. Weirdly. Well, it's like all these people, and like the, the villains being like, okay, I'm going to kill you so that you can be a ghost. <laughs> to like, get to the vault. To get to the vault. I'm like, that makes no logic. It just How is so convoluted. To me, my guess, my theory is that they wanted to show off their VFX Mm. and they were like, look, we've got these ghosts, but look, we can recreate... Kathy Moriarty, and we can, can recreate Bill Pullman. I didn't mind Kathy Moriarty ghost, but Bill Pullman ghost? No. Hell no. It looked like, look he looked like a stoner or something. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like right stew vibe. pickles <laughs> yeah. as a ghost. He, he been looked in like clerks. the dad from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, like, no. But, hell no. Um, yeah, and I thought they were capitalists in their motivations in the end. <laughs> well, I mean, say that's what my theory is as well. Yes, I guess it's yeah. like, we can't kill off Casper because he has to be back for the next yeah. movie. We have to do a franchise But then no one can remember the Casper sequel anyway. Well, we were all well, like, Oh, yeah, but they still made Casper them, didn't they? Wendy? No, but yeah, it was directed DVD and, and none yeah. of the original people came back, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember, I, this, is, this is not a movie thing, but on the DVD, or maybe it was VHS, the words Casper, and then they're all poking over it, like yeah. elevated slightly. Did you have that oh. on your one as well? Yeah, so, so there's... Um, on the VHS. There was two. There was one that was just Casper, and it was just Casper poking up. Ooh, you could only right. see, like, eyes up. The eyes, And yeah. then there's another one where Casper was... The word Casper was at the bottom, and then it had uh, Cat and James Harvey 
and then Casper was also there somewhere, and maybe the uncles were as well. Mm. Yeah, and they lifted it up as you touched it. Yeah, it was like oh, elevated. Anyway, it was mm. cool. Physical media, it's cool. Let's go was back it like it. embossed? Is it like yeah, yeah, gotcha. like the embossed, like yeah, raised yeah. up. That was right. the really special VHS ones. Interesting. That's <laughs> all right. Happy to help. But yeah, yeah, that that resolution is very convoluted, and also just like. So her dad dies. Yeah. And then comes back as a ghost. So she's a full orphan now. She's a full orphan. He can't remember her as a ghost. Extremely Very traumatic. traumatic. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it's all fine because he just comes back. I'm like, that girl is like, good, you're a therapist. Because like, yeah. Yeah. Richie sold that therapy. as much as God. she could, but it's just such I, a whiplash. I honestly like, wanted like, like maybe a couple more scenes between dad and daughter because mm. like, they didn't really have that much. I thought they had them. some nice I thought the relationship They had some nice solid. scenes, but I just... I guess it's because it's not really a hugely tension-filled yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, mm. not... I mean, them. honestly, if my dad took me out of nine schools, I would hate him for the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> is, he, is he actually a good dad? This we all the, want to believe it. This but is the thing. No, uh, my is. question yes. is, is he actually a good ghost therapist? No. Is his job? No. Apparently, he's never seen a ghost before this point. Yeah. No, he's a quack. Yeah. Well, he's a pretend. But, like, yeah, so he it's like... It fully seems like freaks he out when fully, he meets the ghost. But it's just yeah. like he fully believes in what he's doing. Yeah. And he's just surprised when he sees real ghosts. Also, I like, love that he's a ghost therapist. Like, so funny. Incredible. Oh, one other thing, that uh, logic thing, is we assume Casper's a ghost so that he must haunt his mansion. Yes. But when he sees Bill on TV, James Harvey, he, he zips on over... He can uh, travel through the cables. ...to the apartment of, of our of evil Carrigan. lady. Yeah, Carrigan, and then shows the advert. And you're like, so you can go... Anyway? Well, there's a larger to the lighthouse. There's, a, there's a larger discussion on ghost logic. Let's talk about yeah. ghost logic. <laughs> the uncles go gambling in, in yeah, Reno or something. Yeah, they go off and like, bet Horse... on the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Like, what's going on? The ghost logic is so inconsistent in this it's movie. It's so funny. It's like the physics of being a ghost. It's like <laughs> yeah. you can punch a ghost. Yeah, and yes. they feel pain. They feel pain. They they go ow ow as you're getting them. But they can also go through things. Yeah. They also, can... Fatso uh, has great difficulty getting into vacuum cleaners in small spaces because it's... Of course, fat so I want to talk about that in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but they can um, also, like, yeah, they can change faces. They can change... Uh, they can, like, put, like, grow hair, ghost they hair. They like, grow... genie logic, basically. Yeah, it's just, yeah. like, genie from Aladdin. We yeah. can turn into whatever we want. They have completely different singing voices in the final number. Like, you know how... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like, yeah, well, they can do impressions. I guess that guy, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, he had like they got stuck like in the vacuum like, cleaner. Like, yeah, at one point, yeah, like the, so the Ghostbusters can't get. The yeah, ghosts, I know, <laughs> but but Dr. Well, Ghostbuster, Harvey, the one. The because they only seen one. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's but, Dan Aykroyd who's so keen, and then Bill Murray and everyone else. No, just like, we're not fuck coming that. for this. Yeah, um, but yeah, then then Dr. Harvey just vacuums them up at one point, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm like. How does this make sense? And they sense? definitely seem stuck. They're stuck. The, but yeah. then, like, a couple of scenes later, they're just back. And there's no point where we see them getting out of the bag. And when they come back, they come through the ceiling. So you're like, okay, ceiling, you, you can go, go through things. Why didn't you go through the... Oh, uh, there's and no also, ghost rules. It's like, absolutely, it's like the tunes from... Yeah, Dwarf exactly. Rabbit. It's like... Another thing logic. that I just remembered was Casper, as he was, like, in the middle of being transformed to a boy, they... The human snatch the special elixir, so he's in the middle of transforming. The source. Yeah. But then wait, the source, the magical source. source. But when Christina Ricci opens the vault or the 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 device, the machine, he's an egg. Yeah, he's, he's a, a sunny like side up. egg sitting there, and you're like, <laughs> why? why? This is a, this is and then she has stage. to reinflate him he's from an egg stage. <laughs> 
And I'm like, so this is the, the intermediate stage between ghosted boy is a Friday. <laughs> and also, Casper, uh, because he's able to hold things, he's he's spent years, it seems like, perfecting like a beautiful breakfast. Well, apparently, we learn he, he creates he like a tray of donuts for his uncles every morning, which they <laughs> eat, they devour by chomping yeah. it, and then it just it all doesn't the bits go through. Go yeah, through it goes through them. The There's a really because at some points uh, they go through things and things go through them, like that. Uh, Christina Ricci's hand goes through Casper's yeah, at one moment. point, but and like, yet they can also her punching him when she that he can also pop. yeah hold things or hold her hand or kiss her cheek or pick yeah. her up like it's, it's as a oh. player that has has been able to go through walls in Monster of the Week. I think our current something RPG that I'm playing. playing right. You can my logic is like you can consciously choose if you're going to stop your hand there or go through it so you can like solidify yourself yeah you yeah it's like kitty pride rules is what we've been doing with this right, right. Yeah. Okay. I see. I mean, she so can you have go to like the think wall, but she doesn't have yeah. to like she can also put yeah, yeah, the wall yeah, exactly. yeah so maybe the ghosts have that that's true that but makes then, sense like, to me casper always gets like hit or like and so it's like Punch. Just, choosing just, yeah, to use that. it for your advantage instead yeah. of like just when it's convenient for the also, plot. Also, <laughs> why do the Kathy Moriarty and Bill Pullman ghosts look like them and, and the, the ghosts other ones don't. do not? They're just like weird <laughs> yeah. socks. Maybe when you first become a ghost, you look a lot like Maybe. 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 I don't know. This is the thing where we're inventing lore that <laughs> yeah. we have more logic than the movie. Also, who left Kerrigan the house? Her, um, her, her dad. Father? Her dad. Okay, and, and what is his connection with Casper? I don't know. <laughs> He bought it after okay. his Casper's father was taken to the asylum. Who I don't knows. know. Also, like, I wanted to see an Eric Idle ghost because that face is craggy, yeah, and true. I wanted to see yeah. how they well, had that. When, when, he just when how did the he go? He just went out the window. She 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 whacked him. And she said, yeah. "The bitch is back." Yeah, yeah when we she like, died, oh, okay. it was a beautiful Racy. act of, of comedy because her car crashes right on the edge of a cliff. She opens the door and she just plummets. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. I thought when Bill Pullman Ghost came in, I thought that was Eric Idle at first. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they showed the face. I'm sorry like, to the oh. character design team who had to do that ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I can't on you, but you did a bad job. Early to mid 90s. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. I have, I have another banana that Go I think on. we need to discuss. <laughs> you though. have to. Yeah. Look, have to, yeah. I love I love the ghosts. I love the uncles. Mm-hmm. However, uh, and one of them is called Fatso, mm. and that's he, his whole personality. That's, that's it. Mm. He's he's fat and he eats a lot. Um, and as a child, that you know was among other children when this movie came out the name Fatso haunted me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like, like a ghost. Ah, ha, ha. Mm. <laughs> um, but it was like he's just there for fat phobic yeah. comedy really and it's it's nasty it's not needed and no. it's yeah it's like firstly illogical as we pointed yeah. out we're like they're, they're ghosts the ghosts you can go through things but then yeah there's not really an, a lot of differentiation no. to them really not between stinky and I don't Stretch. think any of them. It's like Stretch is like the leader. And yeah. There's like leader who's one of them. Also, one of them has stinky breath. One of them fat. Yeah. Yeah. And like. Although stinky has an IE. Spelled, spells his name with an IE. So, yeah. you know, maybe he's a little. And st- stinky, stinky's also a <laughs> little bit. Stinky's a little bit more like anxious and maybe a little bit more withdrawn. And Fatso is just like. Hubba hubba. You know. Yeah. Has a has big voice. He just <laughs> ripples everywhere yeah. he walks. Yeah. It's grotesque and it's a definer like stretch like you're tall like it's stretches yeah he's, he's, he's stretchy he's yeah a stretchy ghost. It's, i don't know yeah. it's just yeah, yeah the ringleader i guess yeah yeah 
bogus Bunsen bean kind of vibes. Yeah, it's but, like, yeah, it's and it's very, it's yeah, it's that thing where they're like, ah, oh, well, this is his one like bad characteristic that will give this ghost. Yeah. And so let's associate fatness with being yeah. a bad characteristic, like being stinky. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, as, a, as an essential decision, is a bad place to start. And yeah, it is yeah. things like he gets sucked into the vacuum cleaner and he's the last to go, mm. and it's a struggle yeah, and for it's him like, to Ooh, fit. Oh, he can't fit yeah, in the vacuum. Yeah. He's also the one that you put in the the sexy dress because it's funny. Oh to yeah, see they're doing a funny people. drag yeah. joke when yeah. he's disguised as the the wife of the um, doctor. Mm. And you're like, oh god. And it is, it is purely just he's there because he's fat and yeah. being fat and like, is fat. visually yeah. funny. Yeah. Of and the three of them, yeah. he's the punchline. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, as uh, to fat kids in the 90s, it was yeah. not yeah, fun. And yeah, particularly the name as well is mm. just yeah. there to add the added ammunition yeah. as like for bullies. Yeah. yeah. God. Do you remember when there was a, like, was it like a, it's like our Netflix? It was called Fatso. Like, yeah, we remember when, when, when Netflix... When it was like a DVD It was like DVD delivery. delivery. Yeah, and their logo was, was a fat man. Oh, God. Because yeah. I was just like, how... Why is this why resonating is with me in a different kind of thing? And I was like, oh, it's... Yeah. yeah. When Netflix was still like... Yeah. You drop them in like... That's right. It was like a stuff. DVD yeah. delivery service. Yeah, that was version. Why? 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 So <laughs> dumb. Because, because fat people are bad. And mm-hmm. they watch television a lot. And, 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 and they're eat. our market, apparently. The yes. people that we're trying to sell the DVDs to. So <laughs> let's insult them as we do I so. Don't I don't know. I mean, it could have been worse. Like, they could have gone for something racist or whatever, <laughs> yeah. homophobic. They could have had a particularly <laughs> effeminate <laughs> person. But it's, yeah. you know... Yeah. No, it's not great, though. It is not, no. And it's just, like, something wasn't even thought about as... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. offensive back is then. There, I'm trying to think, yeah, like, is there any other specific bananas? I feel like for me, yeah, I think maybe it's because of the, the storytelling structure of this that it is so many different things kind of going on that don't all necessarily come together. Yeah. I felt like, yeah, maybe... And it, I felt like for me there were parts that were working and parts that weren't and I think for me I'm like I'm interested in the Casper's like Casper's storyline yeah. I'm interested in like oh here's the relationship boy, and, yeah. and Christina Ricci's storyline mm. is kind of with that I'm not really interested in any of the the other sort of like stuff that's happening I don't find the, the guys the, the three ghosts that See, funny I don't, well, that's I don't really what see they, much their prank that's stuff that's what they're that doing with the Bill Pullman stuff they're kind of like mm. um, treating water until his wife shows yeah, up I yeah. see I don't mind those things but it just felt like but I was like why are we doing this scene it's, What's yeah the, it's disconnected you know? um, from the thing because they were, yeah they were, they was, it was random to me how like he wanted to quit and they just I guess I'm friends with him now. Yeah, okay, there was a, definitely a cut where they cut to Bill Pullman's doing karaoke at a karaoke bar and the three yeah. ghosts are there and he's drunk. And, and also, we were like, how did we get here? Like, did we skip a scene? But how, even things happened? like her... We're going to school all of a sudden. Like, that's random to me. Like, okay. Yeah, we have one scene where she's at school purely just so we can introduce yeah. her to some other kids. And it's like, there's going to be a plot. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about Vic and Amber. Yeah. Who are two other classmates. Vic asks her on a date. Another hot um, boy. He's a, a, a yeah. hot boy. Mm-hmm. Classic he's nice hot boy. He's got yeah. flop, here, right? No, he's got a floppy Oh, 90s. he's floppy he's too. He's got a floppy yeah. 90s. Right. Um, and then Amber, who is uh, I love a her. Girl. I See, would die uh, for Amber. I was, Amber kind of ruled. I was um, kind of rooting. I thought I got fooled. I thought Vic was nice. I thought he was going to be like, he, gonna be yeah, like, he seemed like a friendly kid. Is. We have no proof that Vic's not nice. Yeah. Because they didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah They exactly. literally got to the Halloween dance and they're like, haha, now we're going to get her. And then they just dressed up as a ghost. And also not the teacher being like, yeah, we're going to send all those kids <laughs> 
to, to the house. to the haunted house. Yeah, to the condemned like breaking apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the particular thing because I was like, this clearly is setting up a storyline. Yeah, and then I was like, they yeah. just forgot about it. Exactly. They were like, no, we're not going to come back to this. And then they'll have this one scene where they're getting ready to do this ghost. They had their like, and then the ghosts jump out at them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'm like, how is that? It's not like particularly <laughs> mean. It's clothesline. It's not particularly yeah, mean yeah. to cat. It's not like I thought it was going to be like a like it looks a like, humiliation. It's, 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 it's like a Carrie situation yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like, oh, the boy's going to ask her to think, but they will jump pig blood on. Yeah, like, they had oh, their goalposts that, but, that they wanted to reach, but the way they <laughs> wrote things, to them, too many things. They they were just like flying on like nothing, like they're yeah. rudderless. Like my favorite Amber moment is always when uh, uh, Christina Ricci's character is introducing herself, and the teacher says, "Oh, this is." Kathy, come up and introduce yourself. And Christina Ricci goes, "Oh, it's just cat." Then Amber just goes, "Meow," <laughs> and it's and that gets a huge laugh from the rest of the classmates. And, it's, and you're my like, favorite. "This is not a not a yeah. great joke." Like, so yes, like, Amber. You know, yes. really about the delivery. Also, yeah. I mean, she she ate. Honestly, it was a weak joke, but she committed to it, and everyone laughed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also love that Casper just like tied everyone's shoelace together for what reason? Not every one of them was being rude to cat. You should all die. <laughs> Carry <laughs> rules. No, like, he was just being a possessive little bitch. He was like, "Cat um, is just." Should we talk about yeah. some of yeah. Casper's lines? That's probably something we do need to discuss. Yeah. some of Casper's lines that are trying to be sweet, but are quite weird and creepy. <laughs> like, what is it? His, that his, motif is like, his, his like "Can I keep? Can you? I keep, keep you?" Which I Mike likes. I like it. Yeah. I think it's sweet, and I think it's. Um, I mean, he's a 12-year-old boy. He wouldn't necessarily know how to express it. Like, but yeah. also, I grew up with that. And it's framed as being a sweet thing. So yeah, I feel yeah, like if is, I yeah. was introduced it to it now, I, it would be a bit yikes. But it's still... Yeah. It's just it's a, weird coming out of a, of a character's mouth. You know? I, I think, for me, one thing that I didn't like, and I know that you guys were like, oh, this is all realistic. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I just feel like I wish this wasn't romantic. Like, I wish they were just right. friends. Mm. I don't see why I think it is. about them. I think it is stronger if they are just friends. Yeah, and I think mm. it's weakened by yeah. it being this, like, he's got a crush on her and, like, this ro- romance element. I think that's, like, I hate, well, I, don't, I, I just particularly, I don't like romance being a forced thing, particularly when it's, like, it's a girl and a boy character, yeah. so they have to be in a romance. I don't even mind that he has a crush on her. It's just, like, it looks like it's kind of, like, it, you know, f- like bore fruit into something yeah. towards the end like I don't mind the little boy having a crush on the little girl if it doesn't really it doesn't happen. have to culminate yeah. in a yeah. kiss or exactly yeah, yeah. I don't like that they have a kiss I don't I just I, I don't know I think it's one of the things that I'm just like oh uh, it feels very like yeah it doesn't feel romantic it just feels kind of like an adult's understanding mm. of child relationships in a way that I just didn't I don't know I just didn't ring through maybe because when I was 12 I had lots of male friends and did not have any interest in dating right and I feel like that's not necessarily all 12 year olds understanding of like the opposite sex I think you know like it's not just like a you know that that all girls are like either like all girls have cooties or like girls are are beautiful for dating Mm. like I think it's it's a very sort of 90s outlook and you know it's one of those mm. things that maybe it's just that's the 90s that's what happens like but I don't know I, I always prefer particularly with children's rela- but I, I always like you know platonic relationships anyway in, mm. in film particularly mm. when it's like oh it's, it's a man and a woman and they're not going to be a couple for so re- some reason um, but I think particularly when it's kids I'm just like 
We don't have to be. Particularly, he's 12 and yeah. she's 15. I'm yeah. like, that's like yeah. a huge age difference in kid land, yeah. you know? It's like, not for us as adults. We don't, and so probably the writers oh, aren't thinking about that as huge. It's huge. But it's huge. It's I, mean, also, I mean, he's also, what, 200 years old? Yeah, he's 200, <laughs> yes. He's 212. So it's like, either way, weird. But like, yeah, it's that sort of, you know, his voice is like prepubescent. Yeah, yeah he's got a kid Like, brain. it's... But he doesn't sound like he has a kid brain because he thinks of her like a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't mind it. Yeah, I just, I don't mind the crush thing because I remember I had like lots of crushes yeah, I'm like, as a it kid. it could be a crush, but it's like, I just, but, yeah, I just, I just think yeah, it's I don't better think if it's, it's just about them becoming friends. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what, what I mean. Yeah. relationships yeah. are at that age. That's what like, I mean. Yeah. It doesn't thing. have to yeah culminate into something that is yeah. romantic. I, yeah. I, like, I like it. I think it's sweet because I think I also you know get the vibe from it that it's not just a crush i think it is a friendship thing and you know you get crushes on Mm. your friends so i think when you're saying that it's a crush uh, that loses some of the friendship stuff that they do have you know what i mean i I think it's quite sweet i I think just the structure of how it's presented to us yeah like the way he talks about her before they meet is very much in the sense of like oh my god there's a girl and she's like in my room oh my god so exciting and that that he's so jealous of her and so possessive of the idea that she might want to go and dance with this other boy. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's very, it's not a friend way of behaving. Mm, it's actually, possessive, yeah. it's kind yeah. of a dick way of behaving in some yeah. ways. I'm like, and it's, it really annoys me because I think it would be so much nicer. If yeah. And I guess, elements. I guess the way the movie frames and it is, is, is I'm losing my crush instead of I'm losing my friend. You yeah. know, like, yeah, it's true. not like, Oh, she's yeah. going to go hang out with her new friend. Yeah. It's this other hot boys there. And I yeah, feel yeah, threatened yeah. and it feels very like, yeah, it, it, the way that the the film is also presents that relationship to us, like when he's being jealous of this boy, is like, oh, how like funny and cute that he's jealous of this other boy. Mm. She should feel so flattered, and I'm like, I hate that as a woman. <laughs> like, I really don't like that at all. You. Um, <laughs> and it's and point. it's it's the mm. takeaway line, like, can I keep you? It's like it sounds it's like literally like, yeah. And it's like that one. I think is just you know, like. That's just a, maybe a poor choice of a thing. I think I don't that mind one's it. not I think so it's bad. Def- it's more I just like as yeah. a thing. I think it's definitely one of those lines where they thought like this is like a really that's nice a, lie where we base yeah. the thing around. Yeah, you know that's. I just don't think we ever needed to see Casper as a as a real boy. Oh, but it's iconic. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Like I think he but is the, iconic. The, the, the two non-Devon Sour fans. No, <laughs> no, but no, but it is like for a lot of people who nostalgia bomb about Casper like the reveal of Casper is very iconic in I, pop culture I think it's quite like and and you know like they say in the thing it's a Cinderella if, moment yeah and I don't know I, if it's I, necessarily good but yes I, th- I don't know I think it's nice I'm glad they didn't make it a permanent change I'm glad mm. it was only temporary I think if mm, they made yeah. it if, if it was like aha you're a boy again that would be that would weaken it but I feel like just having that little moment I, I always found quite nice yeah I guess for me it's like like Beauty and the Beast, where the Beast turns into the Prince, I guess and then the... sorry, I'm not done. Yeah, yeah. Go so ahead. like, when he turns into the Prince, it's such, and you know, there's raft of whole other problems in that thing. But it's like, like he is Casper. Like I feel like it's because and when just you, when some you, boy. He is... looks so visually different. It's like yeah. you don't know this guy. That's how I feel yeah. when the Prince comes in and Beauty and the Beast yeah. is like, who's yeah. this guy? Yeah, it's not my friend. Who, Beast. who have I built a relationship <laughs> with? Yeah, yeah. and cool. and it's with that strange little CGI creation. Mm. Yeah. I guess I'm just like, what does Casper want in the end? Does he, 
Does he want to be a real boy? Yeah, Does he want to no, go? There's no clear motivation. Well, like, the thing is, it starts out so clearly with when he sees those first two boys that come and explore the yeah. He wants well, to make friends. He yeah. wants friends with other to be friends with other yeah. kids. And that's why I think if it becomes a story of friendship and not a romance, that's that's yeah. even better. It's this thing of like he doesn't need to be a real boy because they've got he's got a friend now. But then that mm. does make sense to me why he does want to be a like flesh boy to like not appear as like freaky to the kids mm. but we also don't need it like they could just accept him as the ghost boy that he is yeah like, became like a he was came to the party and he was a ghost yeah, boy yeah, with yeah. everybody and they were all like we're all friends with the ghost I don't know speaking of the party I did love some of the the, the costumes that were in I particularly loved they really loved committed they the nun smoking up. The was amazing the cigar the cards, yeah, yeah exactly the, yeah. the daisy or flower yeah. oh yeah the flower <laughs> One, one thing that I always worry about when it ends is I'm like, but his uncles were abusive. Are they not going to do that Are now? Nice Are they now? fully like, yeah. reformed? <laughs> yeah, they were making him uh, clean the house and like tit out, look after them. Yeah, I they just they, finished with the song, They did kick right? him to the moon yeah. one time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, think, I think that's the, um, the implication is that now they're reformed. They've now got, they're nice? Because not they why? hung up with this guy? Because like, they found know. genuine yeah. friendship? I don't know. I don't know. They feel like the uncles at Christmas that you're always going to roll your eyes. I don't know if they're ever going to get reformed. I'm sorry. <laughs> they're just, yeah, they're in a good mood today because yeah, yeah. singing some music. It's Christmas time. Um, cool. Um, well, I think we have covered a lot of this film. This is, we're yes. on hour 30, so now it's time for our final thoughts with Bag or Biff. Bag or Biff. Well, let our guest go first, I think, is always yeah. a good way yes. to go about it. Go ahead. Oh, Biff it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously not what I think. Um, clearly, we all know that I love this film. Yeah. Uh, I love this film before. I'll love this film after. Bag, 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 bag. Nice. Mm, nice. I can go next. Um, Casper, not the friendly ghost. It's just Casper, right? Yeah, famously yes. taken out of the title. Mm. Maybe he's going to be a nasty But they ghost. do say the friendly ghost. Yeah. And it's they true. Sing he, the does, song. he does introduce himself as a friendly ghost while gagging her with his body. Classic. <laughs> 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 no, just um, putting his body over her mouth. There's no good way of saying it. <laughs> no good way to make it better. Um, no, I, th- I think this was like... It just reminds me of that classic 90s film. It's not going to be perfect, but it's like a fun thing that you kind of um, put on. And I guess nostalgia also would cloud your judgment a little bit. Like, I I don't know. It's, I, it takes me back to a certain time and place. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of logical things that don't make sense, but also... I don't know, it's a kid's movie, (laughs) like, it's fine for me, and um, one of my favorite things about this movie, actually, is uh, the writing on the news clip of introducing Dr. James Harvey. Oh, we didn't talk about that, that is very good. Very fun. Um, What was that? Booze next, James. Booze next. Oh, it's very funny. Yeah, I can't remember what it was like... Oh, the newscaster, yeah, I can't yeah. remember what that line was, but it was yeah, really it was very good. The writing was yeah, oh, like fun. less conventional practice, and some might say less conventional sanity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, good luck. Um, but yeah, overall, I had a fun experience. This was like I might not have seen this film in maybe like I was gonna say twenty years. Yeah, maybe, maybe. more than that. Yeah. yeah, so but it's I had a good time. It was a bag. 
You're talking about the uh, the TV feature. It just reminded me how they hound Christina Ricci's character, yeah. being yeah, like, like, "Hey, what do you think about your, your dad? Your dad is a weird job." And she's like, "Please, I've got to school. Why would you do this to me?" Yeah. Well, one of my favorite uh, lines, and it's a nothing line. That's why I haven't had brought it up. But just when Carrigan's ordering room service, and she says, "No." Not, I ate fish. I hate fish. <laughs> I don't know why, but it gets me every time. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. Um, this film is, one, it is a shot of nostalgia that I wasn't kind of expecting. I wasn't expecting to feel so, like, warm and held by it. Those beautiful sets, that beautiful bill. Um, <laughs> but also, I feel like, like, because everyone's playing playing at full tilt in terms of the characterization like they're really buying and believing in into these characters that like that forgave a lot of you know multi-threaded kind of plot stuff which i didn't really mind like i believe the core family like i thought most of the cgi was pretty believable which is a real tough ask like you've got lots of kids in this film like well you know one and one voice who can tank a film and none of those things happened as fucking cool Lazarus machines and stuff like that yeah you know what none of the kids annoyed me yeah no, which is good. yeah they were, yeah there is multiple yeah and supporting actors yeah uh, supporting characters and they're all they all shine too like they're all fun um yeah and there is like you know weird consent and position kind of stuff but part of that is 90s which I think it is moving away from I don't you know, not don't champion that stuff. Obviously, I think it is bad, but ultimately, it's 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 a bag for me. All right, hmm. I was gonna let James go last because I know. now I'm just gonna bring it down by oh. being the hater of the podcast. No. As Cass always. Is always the hater. Cass is always the Look, hater. I have high standards, and I don't. That's want to fair. We need for we that. need we someone need who's. Um, but yeah, no, I don't hate this film at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that sort of biff. It is going to be a biff from me, but I think it it's is a soft biff. A soft biff. Like there was definitely a lot of stuff that I did enjoy about this film, yeah. but I think as a whole, all the different elements of it, there were just too many things going on. They didn't really tie together particularly mm. neatly. I think I am, I you know, because I haven't seen this as a kid, I yeah. don't have that nostalgic kind of like oh, but you know, sort of thing. So I don't have that sort mm. of a panacea to wash away all of the <laughs> kind of difficult parts of it and I think the more I think about yeah like parts that I think could have been re- I don't know it's that thing where like there's so much potential and stuff that could have worked better mm. as plot lines particularly that central relationship that I think ah just See, not don't... making it romance yeah. would have made it so much better to me I also didn't know what Christina Ricci wanted yeah I, what I'm did like, she want I don't know. Better relationship with her dad? Like permanence? Yeah. But then yeah. I'm like, I don't know how she got to do, like, what she yeah. did to do that. You exactly. Know? It feels like a lot of things are just sort of happening. I don't know. It just feels like it doesn't really work as a film to me. Right. Like, it felt like it was more a lot of scenes that worked. But as a film, it didn't really come together as a whole for me. So it is unfortunately a biff. Boo. I we can so... reorder it and let James go last so that he can. No, have no, it. no, it's fine. It's I was fine. so convinced that I was going to bring another full bag episode, but oh, alas, see, you know, no, you got You got to really get bag, past. Yeah. I mean, past the case. And I mean, this, the level of criticism, I think, yeah, is what we. I think is what people yeah. listen valid. for it's as well. What our friends, yeah, <laughs> friends. Sometimes me. it's fun, good times. Sometimes Cass brings the the. 
And sometimes I had to say Top Gun was military propaganda. I'm here to say <laughs> we all know Top Gun is Casper military is an unnecessarily propaganda. jealous boy, and I'm here to biff them both. <laughs> but is he a hot boy? Yes. <laughs> well, well, you know, <laughs> I was intending on cutting that all out. So. Oh, oh no, no. no! James always loves cutting out his mistakes. No, I didn't. So, <laughs> I, for don't time. worry, darling, I kept in my Kiki Lane and Kiki Palmer misunderstanding. That's fine. We're all human. I wear my flaws. We're human, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, Alright. But, uh, so, uh, thank you so much, Mike, for, for coming on this. Our greatest foe. It's always this thing where, when someone brings a film that they absolutely love, there's always this thing where we're not attacking yeah, your thoughts like on the film. Will I savage you? Or the film <laughs> Friendship is over. Yeah, friendship <laughs> ended with Cassandra. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you so much. Is there anything you'd like to say or shout out? Follow me online at One Hat Matter on Instagram, Twitter, um, other than that, uh, see you next Halloween. <laughs> if not before then. Uh, and yes, we will also uh, like to have you come follow us at Mixed Bag or Mixed Bag Pod or Mixed Bag Pod or Mixed Bag Podcast. Yeah, so I, I learned this in uh, advance of, of this episode today. I just reminded myself. Instagram is the longer one, podcast. Mixed Bag Pod is for Twitter because it's short, limited nice. characters. And I don't give a shit what Facebook does because I hate that company. That we have, oh, I update it. But, oh, right, I see. Um, but Zuckerberg can suck a dick. Well, he also, um, owns, he also well, owns Instagram. But. <laughs> well, yeah. And also suck a dick. Suck isn't a dick, it, isn't sure. a good in, in, well, insult Well, it's anyway. not necessarily a bad thing. Exactly. So, <laughs> fuck you, Zuckerberg. That's, that's also not necessarily... I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. that's true. <laughs> anyway, we, we, are so, now, we are... So, they've got <laughs> legs. <laughs> We're surrounded by, whatever, billionaire overlords. Yikes. Um, and unlike Casper, he's never going to be a real boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but... For now, that's, that's a wrap. Spooky. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.